may I may get I may have fired somebody. <laughs> 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 they, they may be down the street driving another different brand. Some yeah. speed by in a Subaru, <laughs> like, yeah. honking the horn on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got uh, a good brake light switch in this, this one. one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. This, this, this could be a whole other topic anyway, that we need to talk about because it, uh, it it happens <clears> a lot. <throat> Hey, I'm Coach Jay. I'm the G-Man. We've built this podcast for the hardworking men and women of the automotive community. Some of you will listen and be entertained. Others will listen and apply. Our purpose is to provide both. Welcome to the Hard Shop Life. All right, here we are back again. I am Coach Jay, and this is the G-Man. What's up, G-Man? What's up, brother? Bro, it's been a while, man. <laughs> you know, there's. I, I think like... We've been working on our season and our episodes and like just because they don't get released like every single week, people are like knocking out our door, bro. They're like, they're just like, where's the episodes? Where's yeah. the episodes? Where's the stuff? Like, you know, so I, it feels good, man. I think I think we're yeah. up to how many listeners? 37? <laughs> <laughs> 38, I think. I think my 38. Yeah, 38? my yeah. My mom downloaded it one more time. Really? That's awesome. <laughs> grandma, thank you. <laughs> Shout out to my grandma. So, um, no, it is funny though. I mean, we, we've, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, we, we fall into the same trap everybody falls into, right? It's yeah. like we're, you know, we're busy. We're running around the country. We're trying to, you know, we're running a business. We're trying to help clients and, you know, we want to put podcasts out and do free content. And it's just sometimes it's just not, it goes to the back burner. There's nothing you can do about it, you know? G-Man, you know, people who know us are going to say, what an excuse, dude. What happened to these guys? Like, there's, that's a, is that an excuse? No, that's not an excuse. It's not a reason. It's not anything. It's factual. But G-Man, like I tell you, we need to be better or do better. Well, what of is, course. What we wake up. I wake up every day to be better. That's what I, exactly. that's why I get out of bed. So, yes. I mean, that, that's the key. But just, yes, you know. You don't always hit the mark. I perspire excellence. Mm -hmm. I just haven't been to the gym. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. So here we are, G-Man. Topic for today. What are we going to talk about? As a matter of fact, should we should we like introduce our special guest? Sure. You know this guy, man. Like he's, dude. I honestly, personally, I I want him back because he's a better trend. Our <laughs> stuff, yeah, dude. I'm telling you, man. We got, we got up to like 50 listeners when he was on before. <laughs> yes, that's a 20 percent spike, right? That is a 20 percent spike. So you know, <laughs> hey, if it's working, give the people what they want. Yeah, exactly. So 100%. here we are again, our buddy, our pal, the man, the myth, the legend, Dougie Fresh. Doug, welcome back to the show. You're popular, bro. A lot of people took what you said to heart, and it was it trended. Well, I'm, I'm glad to be back with you guys. I'm excited. You guys have been with me again all week. I'm excited to be back down here again and join your podcast. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited to hear some of your new ones coming out. Like I said, some of the things got put on the back burner. Yeah. But you, you've been teasing us with a couple uh, big guests you've had on there or mm -hmm. having on. And and uh, so I will be going to the back burner. I'm just certain of it from, <laughs> uh, you know, my, my, my ratings are going to go down. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know in, in what order. This uh, this will go out. Honestly, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. I mean, it depends. I mean, if if you have good things to say, which you always do, Dougie Fresh. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think this is it. So we're back here again, right? We're yeah. back in in Fort Wayne. It's a beautiful, beautiful afternoon here. Spring is upon us. 
you know, I think this is going really well. So one of the things I've been having on our docket, bro, on our topic, I mean, I know we've mm -hmm. had some extraordinary guests, you know, on and we've asked them similar questions. But the one that's been really on my mind, because we were at a store not too long ago, we had a manager just tell us, like, can I ask you a question, guys? When is it acceptable to fire a customer? Is it when they've, like, damaged your loaner cars? Is it when they've, you know, to the extent, is it when every single time you'd work on their car, they come back because we broke something? And so it's like, we've never made any money off of this customer, mm -hmm. right? Right. Now, mind you, yeah, we they bought every car from us, right? But it's been a loser every time. No gross. We lost money on the deal. Mm -hmm. Like, like, how do we value the customer to know that, you know, when is it abuse? When have we accepted the abuse? You know what I'm saying? When can we just say, it's time to let you go? You got to move on. Right. I, I don't know that there's an easy answer for that. We were just, we were talking about it before we went on the air and like trying to decide when, you know, what's, what's an, what's an appropriate offense. And at what point do you say, you know, Hey, look, this just isn't going to work out. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we had some, like in the BMW side, it was pretty rare, almost never happened. I think mm -hmm. two or three times, maybe in my entire career, 20 years at the same place that we fired a customer. One time he sexually harassed an employee. Oh. Yeah. Could, could, yeah. You know, gave a little pat on the, uh, yeah. Yeah. Not not appropriate. That's a no go. No, that's, yeah, yeah, no. A really good customer bought a lot of cars from us. Uh, you know, he, he owned a restaurant in in the city, and like it was terrible. What we had to, you know, what are you going to do? You can't subject your employees to that. So I mean, that you know, it's got to be pretty pretty a pretty grave offense. But I think like on the domestic side, one of the things I've seen is like you know you don't pay your bill, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you wreck a loan car and yep. then don't pay for that. Yep. Like, there are certain things or, where, or you fight the charges on your credit card, like yeah. oh I didn't approve that. I'm like dispute your charges, yeah. yeah. Like, but it, it takes a lot. I think it takes a lot. Yeah, you know it's it's got to be over the top. I mean we fight so hard to get customers in the door, and and I think nine times out of ten. When there's some sort of conflict, typically we bear some some of the responsibility for that. And a lot of times, most of it, we were talking about it, you know, to, this week, we're saying, uh, you know, hey, by the way, you're 10 minutes late for your appointment. You can't come. Right. But uh, but, you know, hey, your part's going to be on on back order for a week. Sorry. Sorry for your luck. You know, so, so right. sometimes, right. It's, sometimes it's a little one sided. <laughs> we, for sure. <laughs> yeah. We want you to treat us with respect, but we're just going to just going to smack you around. You know? and, and by the way, while your car's here for a week, I'm not going to call you either and, and update you. I'm just going to, you know. I'm going to I'm going to treat you poorly and then uh, expect for you to treat me the other way. So I think in a lot of cases we we bear a lot of responsibility for it. And so we have to own that piece of it. You know, Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So, Doug, I mean, what experience do you have with with I mean, honestly, the, with your level of integrity and big thinking mentality and big picture? I mean, there was a lot of these things that were instilled in you from way back in the day. And it was almost first of all, your ownership is almost, it's almost impossible to support, you know, firing any customer. Yeah, I, I, I would never have that title, even as a manager. I mean, uh, my general manager made it very clear that there was only two people that uh, could fire a customer, him and, and the owner. And that was it. There was an occasion or two over 30 plus years that, you know, I would take a vacation and I'd come back and he called me in the office and he was grinning from ear to ear. And I said, what? Because I did you a favor. I fired one of your customers for you while you were gone. I said, All right, which one? <laughs> oh, I like that one. <laughs> but no, and uh, I, I knew exactly, you know, who that was because there was only maybe one or two. 
And uh, I said, well, why, how did that happen while I was gone? He's, well, the, he was just in there just tearing your whole department apart. He was stealing everybody's time. He was disrupting the business, you know, and you putting up that with that guy for 10 years plus and you were gone and he was just destroying your employees and, and there's just no room for that. Uh, he was disrupting your business. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, uh, I let you put up with it a lot longer than I should have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you didn't have that right. That's not your choice. Mm. And uh, quite frankly, I made it for you while you were gone. And it was my decision. And, and that's why I did it. Yeah. Yeah. So here's what happens, mm-hmm. right? Is, you know, if you do take the liberty and fire a client, mm-hmm. then uh, then your general manager owner will rehire them. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, true. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're back in there do- in your yeah. doorstep, like going, uh-huh. Like, that's, that's I'm a, back. That's a fact. And I've seen other advisors do it. Uh, that, you know, when I first started there, there were senior advisors. And uh, I watched one of the senior advisors uh, walk someone to the door and point out and says, you're gone. And uh, 20 minutes later, the uh, owner's back door opened up with the customer walking out and they went right to that guy. You having a bad day? What's going on? <laughs> I, you know, and you're right. He got the customer got rehired. <laughs> now, I, I took the place of the other advisor. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're right. And I've seen that happen. You know, a couple times over the years. Yeah. But, yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep. Good point. Yeah. When you rush to the. When you rush too too fast to yeah. that to that end, it's like right. it it can be tricky for sure, right. for sure. You know, it's funny. We would always have like a sit down. It's almost like being in the mafia, right? You know, it's like we. I was never told like you you don't have the power, um, but I knew that I couldn't just punt somebody because mm-hmm. I just knew they would be right back, right? If I didn't set things up right, that mm-hmm. customer's coming right back at you. Yeah, and then it's, it's way more. You're in like you're powerless at that point. You're, it's a way more awkward spot for sure. So uh, we would so we would do this thing where we would go, okay, well let's we're gonna have a sit down. It was like me and the owner and the general manager, and let's talk about what happened with this customer and and why do we feel like they should no longer come here and then. And then that, then the, then the general manager will be tasked with reaching out to that customer to see if there's any way in which he can mend the fence and mm-hmm. try to make things better. And, um, and so it was a process. And, mm-hmm. and I think generally throughout that, which is why I've had such limited experience with that is I think, cause once you start to go through that, mm-hmm. usually you can mend the fence Yeah, and the guys, you know, back again. The way it should be. Yeah. And, you know, in a perfect world. And I get this question asked, you know, fairly common, you know, from the other advisors. Why do you put up with that guy? He's a chiseler. He doesn't spend any money here. Every time he comes in, you know, he just doesn't buy anything. Mm-hmm. I said, do you know that he gives all those cars to his family and they come in and they spend money here? Mm-hmm. And then he goes up and buys another car. And do you know that he's related to so-and-so? And how he's connected to 15 other people, I'm going to take care of him. I don't, you know, hey, maybe he doesn't buy anything but an oil change. Mm-hmm. Or when, when something he really is broken, he has to buy, ah, that's too much money. He grumbles, he growls. and But you don't you don't understand how connected that person is mm-hmm. and to you know, how many other people that uh, come in here and spend money because of him. So I think some of the advisors get really quick on, you know, let's, let's cut them loose. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. It's just work, extra work for them. They don't want it, right? right. The heat. So, so this is what's interesting, and this question is for both of you. Is there any correlation in regards to the emotional impact, right? Because there's some times where as as an employee, like, you know, they want to cheer the manager or, the, you know, they would cheer the owner and say, yeah, we finally got rid of that guy. Yeah. You know, vindication, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. 
And if you think about it and you go to just the emotional aspect of the receiver, which is the customer just getting fired, like you're just never welcome back here. It is, a, is it any different than when we reject them? Like you said, Gary, where, oh, you're 10 minutes late. You're going to have to reschedule. Mm. Now think about it. You're the customer, right? You're the customer. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have abused or, I mean, it's super rare, right? It doesn't happen. It doesn't really happen when you're firing a customer. But are we firing a customer every time we're rejecting their requests? Of course we are. <laughs> right? But I'm telling you right now. So so a lot of people are going to listen to this and go, oh, Jair, you're gonna, you guys are going to talk about, Coach Jay, you guys are going to talk about a topic that's so rare it doesn't even happen. Now let me bring it back home to you. Are your people firing customers without intention? Every single day. Right? It is. It mm. is. You're late. You can't make it. I'm sorry. We don't have that. Nope. You should have been here. Nope. It's like there's always conflict I experience, G-Man, when, in my observations. We are the ones who cause the the, the, the bottlenecks, the blockades, the everything. Right. Because it's not within the, the guidelines of what we want, right? G-Man, we talk about it all the time, right? Even Doug praises, I mean, talks about it left and right. You know, I, I love your morning meetings, Doug, because you just it just resonates in both of us every time where we talk about it, go, hey guys, do we do this for us? Like, like these processes, this is great. This is all fantastic. Is it for us or is it for them? Like, who are we doing this for, right? Is it is it to make oh yeah, oh, so you wanna make sure you call your customers so you can get out of here on time? Or is it about wanting to take care of your customer and having give, having them have an amazing experience? Like it's amazing how oh I called all my customers. I did. Now can I go? <laughs> right? And it's like, wait a minute. Did you really care about your customer, or are you just trying to pawn it off on some like? Yeah, you left. What are you? you, what you twenty messages, or you actually talk to people? You know, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm telling you, I'll fall into sword. I mean, it was done to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was done to me. Hey, one day a week, every week, I could leave at four o'clock. Right. If all my stuff and paperwork was done and everything was good. Right. I was a habitual mess upper of that. I had to be sat down and goes, guess what? I'm revoking your early day for the next two months. I'm like, what are you kidding for? What? Well, your peers and your managers spend more time trying to fix up your mess ups when your customers are showing up after you've left and you're having a good old happy hour joy time that it's not fair to them. And it really isn't fair for your CSE because your CSE is now because your peers don't want to deal with your people. They don't want to deal with your mess ups. Right. Right. And, and so, so he just torched the customer. Yeah. Right? yeah. So he goes, now you're going to pay for that. Cause now I, I mean, how am I, I don't, I can't trust you. Right. I can't trust you because when you say you're leaving and everything is a okay, we still are held with the mess ups. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're lying to me. You've been lying to me the whole time. Right. right? So, do you think this is unfair? And I'd be like, yeah, it's unfair. Okay, tell, tell me. Let's talk about that. How is it unfair? You leave early. I've given that to you. You've given me promise you've lied to me, right? Like, aren't you spitting in my face mm. every single time? Like, honestly, I don't trust you. So the options could be this. You leave the team, which I don't want you to do, or you evaluate what's happened to you and correct it. And that's what the extra hour and a half, two hours is going to be every Wednesday when you're supposed to leave early. Reflection time. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was like, dang, dude. So so play that out for a second, right? So you you want to leave early. So boss called all my customers. Everything's good. I'm going to leave early. You bounce. 
your stuff's not put together. Right. Customers come in, they're all pissed off, right? And so then they're they're just like, well, nobody cares about me, right? Nobody stops to make sure my thing's right. They, they go through the repairs. And so they don't care about me as a customer. So now you have some sort of weird conflict with the bill. And I'm like, well, to hell with you. I'm just going to stop payment on my credit card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we're like, what? And mm-hmm. you're fired. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? But you see what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like you're right. I mean, we every time we make a mistake, we're 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 setting ourselves up for that. We're putting them in that position. And then we're setting ourselves up for them to abuse us. Yeah. Because we've abused them a little mm-hmm. bit, right? Even small stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, then because they're like, well, you don't care about me. Why do I care about you? Mm-hmm. And and then I'm just gonna, yeah, if I'm unhappy. I'll just call my credit card company and they'll take care of it for me. Because I'm not going to call you. Right. Why would I call you? Last right. time I was, I came to pick up my car. You weren't even there. Right. What's the point? So it's like we're almost saying, we're almost doing it to ourselves every single time. My, you know, think about the phone too. So my wife talked, I talked to my wife today and she had to go back to this place to to um, sort something out, pick up some paperwork and whatnot. And they said, oh, call this guy. Let him know you're going to come down. I already talked to him. I texted him. He said, no problem. So she calls down there and gets the receptionist. And the receptionist is just like rude. And she was just like, I, can't, I couldn't believe she wasn't even like paying attention to what I was saying. It's like important. I'm coming down there. I don't want to come down there if the guy's not there, if the thing's not ready. I don't want to waste my time. You know, can you, the chick wouldn't even, she's like, just come. I don't know. It's just, you know, and she's like, okay, well, can you just let him know I'll be there in a little while? She goes, yep. And hung up the phone. And I was like, okay, well now, so my wife's like, I'm never, ever, ever, ever going back there again. So now your receptionist just fired a customer for you. Oh, yeah. It happens that fast. It's a state. It's a worse now than it ever has been. People have options. People have choices. Yeah. You know. So, you know. I mean, I'll say this again. I'm. I'm sure I've shared this with the other podcast. My wife fired the Audi dealer we were getting service at, mm-hmm. and says they're fired, and we're buying a different brand car. Mm-hmm. And I did for Christmas. I bought her a different brand car. Because she's like, I'm not going to be subjected to this kind of... I, I bought the car with the expectation that the level of service I would receive would match the level of service I got for buying it. And you're treating me like crap. Yeah. I'm out. Like, I'm done with the car. Right? Now, mind you, a lot of people don't have that option. But right now, big market right now, right? right? Things are hot. So, I had a little bit of equity in the car. Right. I've owned it for, you know, almost two years. Put no miles on it, practically. And so, guess what? I went into the other store. And I said, I want to buy this new car for my wife. Do I have it? Well, you have equity. Let's get you right out of it. You're out. Boom. Done. Hmm. Over. You know what I'm saying? That brings up a great question I have, I guess, for, for both of you guys. We get information back quite often. We survey, we, you know, phone calls and customers, you know, are telling us that they're not happy. You know, pretty much we're going to fire you. Uh, I came in for an oil change. My car's only two years old. And then I left paying $290. Don't feel real good about that. Mm-hmm. So you get that kind of information back on a survey as a manager. You know, how do you reply to that? What's what's the right thing to do? Hmm. You know, do you let the customer fire you? Do you reach out and just say, I'm sorry? How would you respond to that? You know, what's a slippery slope about that one is when you call back, right, and you apologize for it, it's almost like admitting that, yeah, I did rip mm-hmm. you off. That's that's what the advisor would feel. I mean, that's what I would feel like, right? Like, like no, you know, but then the question is, is, is that my ego, right? Am I trying to like defend myself so i'm defending my ego because they didn't understand but at the end of the day they're telling us that they didn't understand our message right Mm because they don't feel that they got value for whatever they paid for correct right but then you would think i would think g-man i'm just telling both of you 
I would think like, well, why the heck did they not ask anything? Like, why did they pay for it then? Like, why did they go to the cashier and give slide the credit card? I think it's, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would just create all these excuses in my head mm-hmm. that would justify my feelings, mm-hmm. right? And I would then let it affect my actions. And my action would be, I'm just going to wave the customer all gone and say, have a nice day. I don't care about you anymore. Right. You did me wrong. I'm the one who served you. Right. And now yeah. you just want to rip us off by not paying your mm-hmm. bill. Well, I think that's a, and that is an ego thing. I think that definitely is a thing where we're not willing to take responsibility, like it's extreme ownership. You know, right. it's like, you got to own your piece of that. And uh, I have a standing order when in stores that I've worked in that if a customer feels like they bought something that they don't need or don't understand, then I give them their money back regardless of the circumstances. I don't care that it's a thing. I don't care that the advisor wants to tell me he did everything right because that's what he's going to say, right? Sure. You know, and, and maybe he did. Maybe he feels like he did. But the end result is the customer's not happy. And, you you know, you'll get from the advi- from the advisor side, well, you know, he just doesn't want to pay his bill. And, you right. know, he's just, just buyer's remorse. And, and, and I found that more often than not, I keep the customer if I take that tactic. So right. I typically grab the advisor and say, we're going to call the customer back. We're going to tell them that we're going to give them their money back. We give them their money back, write them a credit, you know, apologize, say, look, you know, our, our, our goal, we, we believe in everything we sold you. Correct. There's of no doubt, you need everything that we sold you. We looked over the history. Everything's right. However, that's, that's not the most important. The most important thing is that you feel that way. Right. Right. And that because we did, we were unable or, or did not communicate that well enough to you, then by all means, you deserve a refund because that's our job, not just to do the work, but also to make you understand why that mm-hmm. took place and why it's important so that, you know, you, you want to come back and maintain your car with us. You mm-hmm. know, you trust us, right? We're building trust. And so I just give them their money back. And then, like I said, I, I think 99%, I, I can't even really think of somebody that didn't come back after I've done that. All right. That's a great tactic. And uh, I've done similar things like that before. And uh, I tried to wrap it back around. I, I keep thinking of fuel injection cleaning that a customer did it. Mm-hmm. That's you know, a common one. Called back up and said, hey, you know what? You know, I think it's fluff. I shouldn't have bought it or my wife bought it without my okay. You know, I'm not happy. I won't be back. And I said, whoa, 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 time out. I said, let's get your money back for one thing. I believe in the product, just like you said. Mm-hmm. What I'd like for you to do is give me some feedback. Drive the car from a couple weeks. If it performs better, if the gas mileage goes up, if it does those things that you know that we proclaim that it does, would you call me back and give feedback to my advisors and let them know that? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. <clears throat> Every time I've done that, the feedback's been awesome. I've come back and said, "Oh my gosh, that little hesitation," or you know, "I got two more miles to the gallon." Mm-hmm. And I take that and give it to the advisors and have them hear and come from the customer's mouth. And now the the buy-in from the advisors selling that product just went through the roof. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can do that, make the customer happy, but use it for you. Use it for, you know, training for your advisors, that type of thing. So, yeah, you know. I mean, you got to at some point, too, you have to have confidence and trust mm-hmm. in what you're selling in yourself and right. the products that you're putting out there right. and, and putting in these customers' cars. Yeah, it's an opportunity to learn, get better and, again, you know, build value in what we do. No, it was training. The, you know, if we didn't do it that way, the advisor wouldn't have sold anymore. Uh, the sales would have probably been going backwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and now, 
you're using it to to ramp up more sales. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the minute you have to deal with that heat, yeah. then it's over. Right. Because then you're like, well, I'm not doing that again. Yep. It's like touching the fire. <laughs> you know, you burn your hand, you're like, yeah. mm, fool yeah. me once. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so the advisor gets sour and then the next yeah. thing you know, you're not moving anything, you know? So I think you can massage that situation to make it work for you. You know, the customer's yeah. happy. You're training the, the advisors, mm-hmm. and, you know, giving them belief in the product. So. I think there's ways you can work through this stuff. Yeah, I agree. And I think I think the end result of this conversation, if I'm if I'm reading in between the lines, is basically there just really isn't a reason right. for the most part. You know, it's gotta be pretty egregious to fire a client. And most and most often we've typically wronged them first. Right. You know, and right. gave them reason to, right? I didn't work at this store, but there was this like deal. It was a I'm gonna say it, it was a Honda store, one of our competitor stores, right? And one of the deals they would provide every single time for when they sold a car is you would get tires for life. Mm. Oh yeah. But yeah. the deal was, is you had to buy every single service there. Right. And so one time I'm going to Honda school, I'm going, you know, have some, you, you, Doug, you know this, you get sent to Honda school mm-hmm. and a bunch of advisors and you got to go get your credits and stuff. Right. So I'm a class, I'm going to class with these people well, you know, two of those advisors from that other store and bro, they were so boastful. Like, ah, yeah, we got that. Well, finally, that lady's gone. She got an oil change at Jiffy Loop. So I said, guess what? You no longer qualify for tires. And they were so, like, proud, you know, like, like we got gotcha. her. We got gotcha. you. You know what I'm saying? And she just didn't complain. But the deal is, if you don't get your services, then you're out of here. Gotcha. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm like, so wait a minute. Let me, I'm scratching my head. So they cheated on you and now you fired them? Is, is that is? It's like, you're no longer with us because of that? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense, right? Mm-hmm. And guess what the next thing they f***ed about? Well, it didn't matter anyway because the stupid general manager gave her the tires. <laughs> right? right. <laughs> like, man, he always gives everything away. He doesn't, su- he doesn't support us. Or yeah, he's us. got my back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a... Ooh, Doug's heard that before. Let's talk about that one. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I've heard that I guess, a few times, but uh, they just don't have the big picture vision, yeah. you know? Yeah, and so one of the things I, I, I commend you, G-Man, is, is you said it the other day. You said it this week. Like, what is the mindset, right? And you just said it. It's like, look, if, if our client, you know, if a client ever questions our level of integrity of doing business, I don't want your money. I don't. Doug said yeah. it too. I don't, yeah. I don't look, I don't, I don't need that amount of money for that just to, to taint my, my, my name. Like what? Like, listen, yeah. it's our fault. You didn't understand it. Right. Right. It's, this, this is a learning. This is a lesson for us. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think the hardest thing for the managers listening to this is, is you've been through this one. If you're a service manager, you've been through this. If oh, you've more been, than once. Right. For sure. For sure. Second is this is an opportunity to coach your people. Right. Which is the toughest coaching because the entire time who's bitter about it probably the advisor for sure right like what do you mean i'm gonna give this guy his money back you're crazy right, right? you should give me a good excuse and explanation for the reason i would do this and g-man you said it best guess what you failed in your messaging you failed explaining it right so you need to learn from this because the disconnect happened mm-hmm. where the customer felt like they were forced or duped into buying something that you didn't provide the value for it. Their job is to advise. Exactly. It's in the title. Right. <laughs> another thing, another thing advise. they used to- so, If you can't so advise- I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Here's, a, here's another situation that we've all experienced. I know for a fact. One time I was, I was a lane manager at the store 
serve customer comes in, the service advisor comes to me all upset. He goes, this customer wants, they, they, they're calling us a liar and all this stuff. I mean, put on a show, the advisor did to me. And I'm like, what's going on? Well, customers demanding we do an old change again. I said, why? We didn't reset the maintenance minor and put the right. sticker on it. I told him that we did it. And I'm like, how are you going to prove that? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, oh, no, no, this is ridiculous. And literally, I go and I'm like, not a problem. It's going to take us 30 minutes. Do you want to come out and see it? Like, do you want to see us do it? Because I completely empathize with you. Yes. Right? You know? But they don't get that. Right. Right? And guess what the advisor said? Well, why are we going through this headache if the lube guys couldn't remember to, you know, reset a maintenance light? <laughs> That's their fault. Why do I have to handle that? I mean, what do you say about that? I don't know. I just think differently, you know, if it's coming from time or experience or what have you. But some of those have been my best customers. Yeah. I turned, I flipped the script. I went back and I took the wheels off and I showed them. Right. You know, I've got the phone call. You've got the phone call. Mm -hmm. I took my car somewhere else. You told me I needed brakes. They told me I don't need it. I'll never come there again. I said, Mr. Smith, I said, I'm sorry. I can't make a decision over the telephone. I have to trust my people. Would you please bring the car back and let me look at it? Let's look at it together. Mm -hmm. There's been a time or two that I was wrong, but most of the time, we took the inboard pad up and it was down to metal to metal. And the customer's going, holy crap. You mean the guy down the street was pulling my leg? Oh, man. And you guys were actually right. But most managers, maybe I'm wrong, but would have the courage to invite that customer back and let's face this together. Yeah. And if I'm wrong, I own it. You know, I can learn from it. You know what? You're right. Yeah. And, uh, but most I think of customers the, um, are ready for a fight. They, when they call in, mm -hmm. And they're like, you know, they say something like that, like, oh, you recommended brakes and I don't need them or mm -hmm. you change brakes and I don't need them or mm -hmm. you didn't do the job or I pulled my dipstick out and it's still black mm -hmm. and you said you changed the oil. Like it's stuff like that. It's common. And I think most of the time it's like, no, I'm looking at your your paperwork right yep. here. It says it's been done. It's, it's been charged done. out. It's been done. And I think customers are expecting that. And so when you go the other way, it's like uh, it's like judo, right? It's like using yeah. their weight against them, yeah. Because they 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 want to push against something, but if there's nothing there, yeah. they just fall forward. So that's what I always do. I go, well, that's that's horrible. Why don't you just come in and let us redo it? Mm -hmm. You know, like if you don't feel like it's been done, then come. Then by all means, come back and let's redo it. Yeah. You know, it's like, and they're like, what? Huh? It's like, yeah. And I, you know, it's funny. I I was uh, <laughs> sometimes just off topic, really quick. Sometimes, like you were saying, sometimes you just cross your fingers. Right. Because you really, you know, you're like, boy, don't, please, guys, don't let me down on this one. Right. <laughs> like, you're, right. Like, you're like, so I had one, I had a, a I had a, a car like that, went out. We told them it needed brakes. They took it to their friend, their, right. you know, and their friend said, doesn't need brakes and this and that. And so I said, well, look, here's the thing. I, I go, I trust my people. Like, why don't you bring it in? We'll pull the wheels off. You, we, you and I, we can look at it together. Like, come in. You know, and at that time we were open till 10 o'clock at night. And mm -hmm. I was like, you know, from six in the morning, I'm here from six in the morning till 10 o'clock at night. When do you want to come? And so she literally showed up at nine, which is perfect because there wasn't a whole lot of people there. Right. We pulled it in the shop. We threw it up. And I was going, okay, you know, tell me we measured it right. We we didn't mix up a multi-point with another car. You know, like all the stuff that we could do wrong, oh, yeah. you know. And I had my fingers crossed. We popped the wheels off and everything was fine. But it, it there is those moments where you're like, yeah, you, 
But I do think that you have to, you know, I think a lot of times the advice is like, okay, boss, let's go. Let's, let's, mm-hmm. you know, this customer wants to talk to you. This is bad thing happened. Right. Let's go fight them, you know, because I know we did it. I know we did it. And I just do the, I just, they're, they're always upset with me because I don't want to fight. I always just do the other thing. I'm just like, yeah. No, come in. Let's redo it. Let's look at it together. Like, I'm let me give gonna, your money back. I don't know. Yeah. Like, whatever makes you happy. What makes you happy in this in this scenario? You know, I, I'm not going to fight with anybody if I haven't put my eyes on it. Yeah, I'm just going to. You're you're probably right. I can't I can't make a decision either way at this particular. I trust my people. You know, things happen. I get mm-hmm. it from time to time. But I think you're right. Getting it back in there, and you know, I've also had a situation where, you know, it was a judgment call. <clears throat> Were they threes or were they fours? Mm, yeah. Was the guy that told you didn't need them, was he really right? Eh, at the end of the day. But I tell you what, since I got them apart, I'm just going to put a set of pads on here. They're 60 bucks. There's no labor. You want to leave here with a brand new set? Yeah. yeah. It's like- I just saved a customer what? for 60 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just agree to disagree, and I'm just going to put them on anyways. Now yeah. you have a set, a set of new brakes yeah. on there. So Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's the right way to go. Well, I think this is a good- Topic. I mean, I know I went in strong at the very top talking about, you know, firing a customer, but it was, it was, I went that deep because I just wanted to bring perspective into it. Right. Yeah. Cause there are ways that we technically do it every single day. Mm-hmm. Right. W- when we fire them, we're rejecting them, but we're rejecting customers all the time. And yeah. We, and we don't consider it that that's what that is. Yeah. You know, especially when they're trying to give us their money. Yeah. No. Like that's the thing that blows my mind. Like, like this person came in here, made a decision. That's the why, like, I get upset because advisors or do not duplicate or, you know, you need to show me or else I won't write it up. It's like, are you kidding me, man? Like, are you really kidding me? You know, I shared that story with you, G-Man, right? And, and I don't know if I told you, Doug, but I took my wife's car in, right? Mm-hmm. She told me the other day, right? She goes, I put my foot on the gas and the car wasn't going. New car, right? I was like, well, I believe you. I said, did you do this? Did you do that? And she goes, look, I've been married with you for years. I know cars and I know how crazy you are about it. So yes, I know. I, and she goes, I checked to see if anything was on. Was the AC on? Was the radio on? Did I turn left? Did I turn right? What was I doing? You know what I'm saying? Like she knows to go through the motions of it. And she's telling me, I put my foot on the gas and the car wouldn't go. So guess I made an appointment. I took it to the store, talked to the to, to the advisor. I was like, well, and that was the thing that kind of bugged me a little bit. The advisor, I mean, no offense. The guy was like, well, you know, did, did they do this? And you know, it does it. You know, it has a turbo. It has lag. And I'm like, bro, really? You think I made an appointment and drove all the way here for you to tell me that it might be turbo lag? Like, don't make me. Don't. I'm not stupid, man. Yeah. Right. I'm a car guy. He literally went that route. And then he goes, well, maybe your wife doesn't know about. I'm like, dude, don't don't go there. So let's check it out. Let's see what it is. Whatever. Calls me back. We pulled some codes. There's. It's not an active code. I said, okay, everything's fine. We couldn't duplicate it, whatever. Just come pick up the car. Give me the loan. They gave me a loan. I come back there. I get the paperwork, all right? Doug, I get the paperwork. And I'm reading it. And right there, verified in the DME, the computer, there's a fault code that happened on this date multiple times. The day my wife was right driving. Brake light switch stuck. There was another fault for the DME and the PCM, right, from the brake light switch. And so I said, look, I know for a fact that manufacturers are now putting things in the system that if a brake light switch or the brake is applied, they cut off fuel. So you're telling me that there's nothing wrong here. Well, and he goes, well, you know, technically, if it's not an active fault, I can't replace the part. So I said, all right, let me talk to the manager. 
well, you know, there's no technical bulletins and I'm, I'm really sorry, but it was a one-time thing. You know, you're in the business. You should know how it works. If it's not an act default, I can't replace a part. And at that moment, man, I'm like, wait a minute. I've never felt like a customer has felt when I've said the same thing to a customer. Mm-hmm. And now it's being told to me. Yeah. Holy cow. Talk about turned. And I said, listen to me. You're telling me you're giving me back a car that I have to give back to my wife who may be in fear that we didn't do anything about it of a fault that you confirmed for a part that costs you probably a hundred bucks. If that. Yeah. If that. If that. Right. <clears throat> to put a brake light switch to give. Dude, this is. Oh, by the way, that's. I bought the car here. <laughs> like, I'm not a, I bought it at CarMax or a little lot or whatever. No, I bought your car from you. <laughs> That's right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? Mm. And, and I'm telling you, Doug, this is where it went. I'm so sorry. I totally understand. What can we do to make you happy? Replace the part. <sighs> I can't do that. But what if I do this? I'm like, <laughs> what can I do to make you happy? Replace the part. No, I, I, I can't do that one. But, but. what if? <laughs> so what did I have to revert to? They kept the car, put me back in the loaner car, drove the car for four more days, checked for any codes. It couldn't duplicate it. And I said, if it happens again, bring it back. We'll put a part in it. <laughs> brand new car. That's the thing. Brand new car. Brand new customer. With a vault. Yeah. Vault in the DME. Brake light switch. All right. I mean, what do you do with that? I feel like this is a, a morning meeting that I need to have. <laughs> 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 really what's going on through my head right now because we do it every single day yeah, yeah. And we we should have some type of process put in place for that well doug it sounds like something you should talk to your coaches about right <laughs> <laughs> we can help you with that <laughs> it's, it's true you know we should have some type of protocol you know place to say hey how do we escalate this what do we do you know because uh, you've heard that story a hundred times, man. You know, and yeah. I, obviously, I've been on the other side of that. Well, if we can't duplicate it, we can't duplicate it. So nothing right. that we can do. Right. And uh, I mean, I may have, I may have fired somebody. <laughs> 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 they, they may be down the street driving another different brand. Some yeah. Speed buying a Subaru. Like, yeah. Honking the horn on the way. Like, dur, dur. <laughs> yeah. It's got uh, a good brake light switch in this, this one. one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so this this could be a whole other topic that we need to talk about because it it happens a lot. Yeah, especially it is another topic to 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 talk about because it's true. Let's let's save that one then. Let's save. Let's cut that one short. Are we going to put it in the? All right, where we at? We're up forty. Yeah, baby. Dougie Fresh, thank you so much. I appreciate everybody. Uh, This is another hard shop life with your host, the G Man. G Man. And Coach Jeezy. Coach Jeezy. (laughs) (laughs) Peace out. See you.